Hello, welcome to the Anthem Daily Podcast. My name is Bert Alcorn, and today is Friday, May 29th. Thanks so much for listening along. We are in the middle of the series trying to answer the question of how should Christians engage in politics and culture in the public sphere. Uh, because Christians are exiles, this is not our home, so we live with these kind of three guardrails or boundary lines for how we interact with other people, particularly in a way of culture and politics. And that's with eschatological hope, humble conviction, and being a provocative countercultural community of alternative promise. And what we've been doing over the last week or so is unpacking what this actually looks like. So we started with this looks like a vision of love. It looks like being non-abrasive and gracious in conversation. It looks like being culturally sophisticated about the complexity and nuance around different issues. It looks like being theologically conservative. It looks like being in search of common ground wherever possible. And it looks like personal integrity. Now, I have two more, one today, and then we'll finish up this series on Monday after the weekend. And today, this looks like prayer, fasting, and intercession. So number seven in our list of what this looks like is prayer, fasting, and intercession. The Bible says, pray for your leaders. First Timothy 2, verses 1, 2, 3, and 4. Paul says, first of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful, quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it's pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires that all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. The Bible says, pray for your leaders. Do it. And don't underestimate the power of prayer. We want to be a people who pray, who fast, who intercede in times of fear and anxiety because we want to be a people who see God heal people in our city and restore the world around us. Now, let's be honest, though. For many of us, prayer is a weak point in our discipleship to Jesus. Many of us really don't enjoy prayer. and We feel bad or even guilty about how little we do pray. And when we finally do make the time to pray, we, we often don't know what to say or we're so distracted we can't even focus. Is that just me or has that ever been you as well? Now for Jesus, prayer was central to life with God. That's why prayer was such a big deal for Jesus. And, and it seemed like Jesus means for it to be a big deal for us as well. Now often we pray from a place of duty, but what if Jesus meant more than that? What if, what if prayer was this awesome and profound tool to actually be with him, to, to become like him and to do the things that he did? And for Jesus, prayer wasn't duty. He, he seemed to genuinely enjoy his father's presence and company. And maybe, just maybe, that's why his disciples asked Jesus, teach us to pray. And that's what we find in Luke chapter 11, verse 1. Now, Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he'd finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. They they saw something about Jesus and how he was praying, and they said, Lord, teach us to pray like that. And we know, if we know the, the next few verses, he responds with the Lord's Prayer, which is less about a liturgy to recite, although that's a helpful practice, and more of a template, a, a flow to follow. 
a posture towards a good father who's always listening and ready to respond. You see, prayer is the center point of life with God. Prayer is our opportunity to interact with the creator God and participate in his work of bringing redemption to earth. And Jesus knew that, and he models that for you and me today. Lord, teach us to pray is this profound question. The, the disciples saw something about how Jesus enjoyed his relationship with the Father and wanted that same relationship. Now, most people define prayer simply talking with God. It's this back and forth conversation that comes out of a depth of relationship with God. But even at a more basic level, it's kind of this junk drawer word for all of our relationship to the Father. And Jesus had a deep relationship with the Father and a vibrant and and consistent prayer life was a massive part of that. So prayer is just talking with God. Now we talked about prayer, fasting, and intercession. Uh, Jesus fasted, modeled, fasted, expected and anticipated that all his disciples would fast in a pretty regular fashion. We've talked about fasting before on the podcast. And so fasting is simply just abstaining from certain things to make room for other things. So we talk about fasting from food so we can feast on God. So prayer, fasting, and intercession, which is just praying for others. It's lifting up the needs of other people. It's one of the more common versions of prayer that we are used to is we kind of have our list of things we pray for and we intercede for those people or for those things. Now we are taught and and exhorted to do all three for people, for our own situations, and for those who are in positions of authority, those who are in leadership around us, your mayor, your city council, your school board, your, your pastor, your parents, your professors, your bosses, the, the governor, those in state authority, the, the president, those in Congress, those in the Supreme Court, everyone. We're instructed to pray, to fast, and intercede for them because we believe in the power of prayer. And, that ca- and the power of, of prayer is how we'll see God heal people in our, in our city and restore the world around us. So prayer is just talking with God. Fasting is abstaining so we can make room for something else. It's fasting from food so we can feast on God. And interceding is, is directed prayer for other people. So how, how are you doing this today? I, I, I would even encourage you, I, I'd be so bold to encourage you, don't say anything about any leader or authority figure in your life until you've prayed for them first. Not, not just don't, don't say anything to them, but don't say anything about them until you pray for them first. Don't complain about President Trump until you've prayed for President Trump. Don't complain about Governor Newsom before you've prayed for Governor Newsom. Don't complain about your pastor, your community group leader, your parents, your boss, your professor until you've prayed for them. And I would bet... I would be willing to put good money on the fact that after you pray for them, your heart towards them may soften a little bit. And the things you might want to say suddenly kind of flee you a little bit. And maybe they're replaced with other things, things that might build up or encourage or build faith into. So that's your first next step. Before you talk about people who are in positions of leadership or authority, pray for people who are in positions 
of authority and leadership. And the next step after that, or the next thing is, do you have a regular prayer rhythm? What is it? Do you have a regular prayer rhythm where you're praying for uh, yourself, your family, others, you're interceding for those outside your house where you're maybe just centering prayer moments where you're just trying to be quiet and be alone with God, worship moments where you're praising him, exalting him. Like, do you have a regular prayer rhythm? And if not, now is a great time to start one. And once again, don't bite off more than you can chew. Just start really, really simple. Our Bible before phone practice is a beautiful one. Grab your Bible, read a Psalm, spend five minutes in silence before God. That, that is a way of praying. And uh, do you have a regular fasting rhythm? Do you have a regular fasting rhythm? An easy fast to, to jump onto is maybe pick a, a rhythm once a week, once every other week, once a month, whatever, and fast for 24 hours. So it's two meals. So fast from breakfast and lunch. So go dinner to dinner. And then during the daytime parts when you would normally be eating, use that time to pray, to intercede for others. So how do you pray, pray and fast for, for those in positions of leadership and authority? Well, what you do is you pick a time frame, 24 hours, you pick a day, you say, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna fast from breakfast and lunch. And during the time you'd normally be eating breakfast and lunch, write down a list of all the people who are in leadership or authority over you from, you know, parents, boss, professor, pastor, whatever, all the way to president, you know, go and everywhere in between. And instead of eating, you're going to pray for them, pray for their well-being, pray that the Lord bless them and keep them, make his face shine upon them. And instead of eating, you're going to be praying and fasting for those who are in leadership or authority over you. Thanks for listening to the Anthem Daily Podcast. That's it for today. Uh, Today is Friday, so I have your weekly reminder. Uh, In this strange, chaotic, and confusing time, it is more important than ever to make sure you are rooted and grounded in a local church. And so Sunday is coming in a couple of days, and whether your church is meeting in person or online or whatever, however you can, be present and engaged with your local church community um, and be fully present in how they are walking out church in this time and in this place. Many churches have had to totally rewrite how they do everything. And so I would encourage you, whether you're part of Anthem Ventura or a different church or whatever, be a part of your church, be present on Sunday, and be fully present with the how they are walking out church right now, whether that's Sundays online, house churches, community groups, uh, core groups, life groups, whatever you call them, however your church is fleshing out what church looks like, be fully a part of that. Enjoy your weekend. I love you. I'm praying for each of you. I have no idea who actually listens to this thing, but I do pray for you that whatever comes out of here would be helpful and useful and encouraging to you and your apprenticeship to Jesus. Have an amazing weekend, and we'll be back on Monday with a new episode of the Anthem Daily Podcast.